Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Tom Ahrens, Ph.D. R.N.F.A.A.N. He is a published author, strong advocate for hospitalized families, chief learning officer of Novex, and co-founder of Vivin Health. Hello, Tom. That's so good to see you. Thank you. And you just do a few little things here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, so I know Ph.D. I know R.N. What's F.A.A.N.? F.A.A.N. is a fellow in the American Academy of Nursing. Okay. It's All right. A, um, you, it used to be called the Old Dean's Club because you usually only got it once you were old and getting, <laughs> they've gotten better at that. Ah, you're old enough, we'll give this That's to you. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a really uh, good organization in terms of uh, trying to recognize people who have done something in their career. Awesome. And you have done a ton. You've done a lot. You have done a ton. Let's speak to some of the things that you've done. What you've, You're a published author. Yep. We've so had, tell us about some books. Well, probably I've written about five books and uh, over a hundred scientific papers. And these, uh, unless you're in my area of expertise, which is critical care, mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't have read these or uh, they're somewhat technical. Gotcha. So you won't see these on bestseller lists. Okay, so don't go to Barnes and Noble and <laughs> well, Amazon. <laughs> they might actually be there. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. But For the, a course. Uh, that's right. <laughs> right. But if you want to know about tissue oxygenation or things like uh, how the Krebs cycle works and exercise, you'll you'll find it. Gotcha. But that's not general public reading stuff. Gotcha. But so most of publications are in terms of. Um, clinical conditions like sepsis, which is the body's response to an infection. Um, and it's, it's one thing we'll talk about, is about avoiding infections. And then things like blood flow monitoring and measurement of exhaled carbon dioxide mm-hmm. and how that can help us guide some of our clinical decisions. But really the, uh, the change that you will talk about with Vivin is that so much of what we do in hospitals in the American healthcare system is treating things once they've happened. Right. We've got to get better at prevention. Prevention. I am with you. Yes. And we, we talk about that, but we really have to do some things. And so that's Vivin is all about prevention. Uh, don't let people get sick enough. You don't ever want to see me in a hospital because if you see me in the hospital, you're really sick. Right. The, right. Uh, we don't want you to ever come into the hospital. Right. And if we do our job with Vivin, then that's what we're going to see happen. And we were talking before we started just that the one of the biggest, most um, piece, the biggest piece of information you want to get out there, which is also one of the simplest things, is washing your hands. It is. That's exactly right. When you look at um, how do you not get sick? Well, first of all, keep your fingers out of your mouth and your nose and your eyes. And if you do that, you're going to reduce how much diseases you get. Right. Uh, most diseases, even like the cold and flu, are acquired by touch, even though they're droplets, so you can't inhale them, uh, those viruses. But most of it's with touch. And so we ask people to, and we actually do this in our program, think about what you're touching. Uh, this table that's in front of us, when's the last time that's been cleaned? 
and you don't know. And how many other people touched it? That's and exactly And what did they put right. on the table that you didn't know was on the table? Did exactly somebody change right. a baby's diaper? That's <laughs> you know, exactly right. right? You, know, you do not know. <laughs> you don't right? know. Uh, there was a news reporter that, I won't mention the network, uh, but said he, he took pride he hadn't washed his hands in 10 years. And you're going, are you kidding me? <laughs> in the, how many people have you made sick in that yeah, time period? No kidding. You know, it's not just about yourself. It's about how do you protect others? That seems like a weird thing to brag about. Yes, but it okay. does. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, this is kind of, we talk about weird things. Well, that was a weird thing. Right, right. And people don't understand some really basics. And we all are, I believe we're getting better. Uh, hand sanitizers are much more common. Uh, and when we look at how do we not get sick, it's really just making sure we follow some basic principles. For example, when we met, we shook hands. Well, yes, we don't I, I shake. washed my hands before. And I that's great. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like to shake hands. We like to fist bump or give a hug. Something where you're not touching your hands. Right. And I'm a big hugger. And that's good. So like when you leave, I will hug you. That's because great. Because now I feel like that's, I know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so really, so hugging is better than shaking hands. Because you're not directly I like that. touching. Yeah, you know, the goal is not to do anything with your fingers because it's your fingers you put in your mouth. Right. And well, and you're underneath your fingernails is a very... Very hard to clean. Very, yeah, dirty place. Yeah. Right. And so the idea would be is, like you said, our program is all about simplicity. And so, for example, you'll, you would see in our program, uh, and we can give links to it if people want. Absolutely, um, we if should. You, if you go uh, on an airplane and you're sitting down, what's dirty around you? Well, you know they haven't cleaned the armrest. They haven't cleaned your headrest. And probably not the trays. Probably not the trays. And definitely not the pocket. <laughs> and definitely <laughs> not the pockets. So it, if you think about it, those are things you need to clean. Yes. Because if you don't, you're increasing your risk. Now, keep in mind, the vast, vast majority of all bacteria are good. Uh, they're very synergistic with us. We couldn't right. live without them. So we're not trying to say that you want to always keep everything sterile. We don't. Right. That's not right. We want you to be aware that certain, especially viruses, some bacteria, are really dangerous for us. Um, the cold virus, the flu virus, uh, the norovirus, those like the stomach flu and things like right. that. Those are ones that'll make us sick. And can we avoid them? And if we can, then awesome. Right. On From bacteria, we often have vaccines that are wonderful. Uh, I'm sure that could be a whole podcast, but the safety of vaccines are just stunningly, you know, well-researched. Well, and it's so sad that there was such a huge backlash with, again, but, you know, it, if you don't know, you don't know. And if somebody's right. saying, oh, this is this has been proven or this is what's going on, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what am I supposed to do? That's right. And we confuse people. And one of the things, for example, the um, when you see information out there, you have to be, make sure it's good information. Right. And that's hard for the public. Uh, I like to go to the National Library of Medicine if okay. there's anything. And uh, if... The public has questions, go to Medline Plus. It's a very simple, good website funded by the government. It's our tax dollars. Uh, they're not sponsored by any businesses or industry. And so you get very good objective information. Oh, good. All right. So, but if you were to say, um, one of the things we want to be careful with is, as a scientist, I always talk about people need to be aware of cause and effect. And so 
Say, for example, that you would see that there's mercury in a vaccine. Is that dangerous? Well, there's different types of mercury, and mercury is naturally around. The type of mercury that's in vaccines is short-acting, doesn't last long. Okay. And so people confuse that, though, like with the mercury that's in fish. That, that is longer. That's good to know. And so, but if you don't know that, it's easy to misunderstand, you know, what the argument is. Right. So the idea being is what is cause and effect is we absolutely get sick if we put our finger in our mouth if that virus is on our finger. Got ya. Now, can you pick something off the floor and eat it? Of course you can. Well, sure. (laughs) (laughs) But you take a risk. As long as the floor is clean. Five-second rule doesn't apply then, really? No, no, no. The five-second rule doesn't exist. (laughs) That's good for us to know. When it hits the floor, it's dirty. It's okay. But normally we can eat it. It's... It's, our immune system is wonderful. It protects us. Right. It's just you take a chance. Awesome. And if you don't want to take a chance, then don't do this. Don't things. take a chance. <laughs> gotcha. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Tom Aaron's. All right, so we were back with Tom Aarons, and we were talking about how not to get sick. Right. But but so par- talk about prevention. Though. What Vivian Health has a platform. Right. Right. So what we do, we take uh, simulation, and we put it in a very simple simulation platform. And so a user of our program will go in, and they might see some very short animations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Engage. Then we get them engaged in a behavior. So we put them in, uh, let's pretend you're in Starbucks. How do you protect I, I, yourself? I do that often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I love Starbucks. Oh, how do I protect myself? Well, how shall I protect myself? That's right. So if I sit down, if I'm going to do some work in Starbucks, the very first thing I do is I take out an antiseptic wipe and clean the table. Because I absolutely don't know who was last at that table. Right. And... Hand sanitizers are great, but it's better if you clean your environment so then gotcha. you don't have to keep cleaning your hands. Right. And, uh, you know, hand washing is is wonderful. You have to do it right, 15 to 20 seconds. Okay. Uh, that's and, the happy birthday song. That's Isn't right. That, that's yeah. a great mm-hmm. example. That's right. right. And one of the keys is when you look at the uh, hand washing, remember, as a rule, you're not killing the bacteria. All you're doing is lowering the surface tension on your hands, and the bacteria and viruses slide off. Okay. So it's not like you're making your hands sterile. Got you. You're just reducing the colony count so okay. that they're less likely to be infectious. But if you do it for shorter periods of time, you're probably not getting enough of the bacteria or viruses off your hand. Got you. And, so. But it doesn't have to be hot water, right? It can, no. Yeah, it can, can just be, be any water. Right. That's yeah. what I, that, that yeah. I've, I've heard that. It can be cold. or Absolutely. Yeah, as long as you're using soap. As long as you have the and, soap. Because yeah, it's have the, the soap. soap is what reduces the surface tension. Right. And that's what lets the bacteria and viruses fall off. Gotcha. Cool. So, but then what we do is, so we encourage use of different scenarios. So uh, if you're in a work environment, um, our programmers will customize the work environment to whatever employers using the program, for example. Okay. Uh, if you're using our school program, then we're in a school. And so the idea would be is, if we do this right, our vision is to educate the entire American public. Right. And if we do that, we will, and we need partners to help do that. 
We need groups to join us to make this happen. Um, schools, for example, right. need to join us. But we do this right. We can reduce absenteeism. We can make sure that the kids aren't as sick as much. We're not ever going to stop illness. Right. We're trying to slow it down. But you could greatly reduce it. And then from the standpoint of, you know, a school, I mean, the schools have had to, you know, cancel classes <laughs> because of too many people have the flu. And then you think of a workplace. Well, how much money That's exactly are you right. losing because you have all these people that are out of the office? That's exactly right. We see that all the time. Uh, the flu season is actually, you know, it's from November uh, technically up till about May, but the cold's year round. And so you have right. to always be vigilant. It's not like we can just do it during one time of the year. Uh, same thing like with the norovirus, you know, for stomach flu. Mm -hmm. That's always around. And that's a tougher one to kill as well. So the, luckily the cold and flu virus, they're not very strong. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> If they get out and they sit on a surface, probably a couple hours, they'll be dead. Okay. Um, but if it's in a moist environment, it'll take, they can live longer. Right. So that's why you don't like to use a wet towel to clean your hands. And so we put those things in our scenarios. Uh, so if you're in a, say, for example, an office, how do you clean your office area? If you're in a cafe, if you're in a gym. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. another place. It is. And right. the gyms are great air, bacteria, you know, growth Those areas. Mats. Oh, yes. Oh, the mats. If, if there's a mat yes. on the ground, you better clean it first. And you have a bunch of, like my daughter used to do competitive <laughs> cheer. So oh, a bunch yeah. of sweaty girls running around, you know, doing, and I was, I was always like, do they clean those? those mats <laughs> they probably the, don't. I don't think they do. And you just hit on a key point. They're sweaty. Yeah. And so that means the virus and bacteria can last longer. Because that's what they love. They love moist, warm that's their, areas. That's their place to it hang. It is. It's where they grow. So talk about sepsis, though, because, um, I mean, that is that is much more prevalent than people think. It's, it's an, probably one of the most important health problems we have in the country. Um, sepsis is going to be one of those things that kills more people than people understand. Wow. And what happens is it's the body's immune system as it reacts to an invader. Uh, and we won't go over whole lectures with it, but just keep in mind that our immune system is incredibly strong. It kills everything. We've evolved over time so that we can stop virtually any invader any bacteria, virus, our immune system will usually kill it. It might take us some time. Right. Um, it takes anywhere from four to seven days, for example, to create an antibody. Uh, but an antibody is like a little Terminator. Okay. It never rests. It never sleeps. It will always look for the thing it's been programmed to kill. Thank you, antibodies. Oh, my gosh. They're awesome. <laughs> Be thankful. They're awesome. When you're awesome. writing your gratuity journal tonight, <laughs> right. thank your antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And if you look at something like AIDS, well, that interferes with an antibody production. Right. And so it can't build the antibody for the virus. Ah. So, But the idea would be is that what sepsis does is immune system seems to go into overdrive with certain invaders, Got certain you. bacteria, certain viruses. And when it does that, it starts to attack the body. So we start to see, for example, someone comes in with a pneumonia, and the next thing we see, their kidneys are shutting down. And we Got go, you. why would that happen? Because that's not related to the lung. 
the immune system's doing that. Okay. If you get a sore throat, for example, that's your immune system. It's not the invader. Right. And so the idea is you can see what our immune system does to try and protect ourselves. Stuffiness, that's the immune system. Fevers. Yeah, fevers. Absolutely. So what sepsis does, though, it actually starts to hurt all our major organs. Oh, gosh. And what that will do in hospital, if you really get sepsis, then usually you have to be admitted to the hospital. And if it's severe sepsis, you're in the intensive care units. Um, if you look at, for example, someone with pneumonia, they won't die of pneumonia. They'll die of sepsis. sepsis. Okay. And many people with cancers die of sepsis. Now, the cancer was the originate, originating right. event, but they end up dying from sepsis. Gotcha. If we can ever figure this out, we really aren't even close to figuring out how to stop sepsis. Wow. So this that's why we launched Vivin. Don't get any infection. Right. Because if you don't get an infection, you can't get sepsis. Gotcha. Wow. So it's it's amazing uh, educational opportunity we try and do. So we, we do talk a little about sepsis in our program, mm-hmm. how to recognize it, but we really talk about don't get infections. Don't get it instead. So is it just like you're... I mean, your your immune system is just overwhelmed. It can't get on top of it kind of thing. Would that be it's a actually, layman's term? Of- uh, close. It actually goes the other way. It's way on top of oh, it. Oh, okay. So what it does is say, well, I'll give an example. You get a cut on your finger, it gets infected. Well, normally we'll form little clots in the area to, to, to trap it. Right. So it can't get out. Well, in sepsis, the immune system thinks that's everywhere. And so now we start forming clots all over the body. So we start hurting blood flow all over the body. And then we start to attack our body. So we'll see, for example, injury to the lung that's horrific, but it's been done by the immune system. Oh, wow. So is it related at all with like the autoimmune disorder? Like I have It's a wonderful question. It probably has some correlation. You know, because my mind, for whatever reason, said, let's attack those hair follicles. That's right. Right. That's right. And I think that's a, very perceptive because there probably is a connection and where the body's immune system is attacking itself. Right. And so the difference in sepsis is it'll eventually be lethal. Um, the body will die from that, that, those yeah. attacks. And we don't know why that happens. Um, we've done investigators besides myself, a lot of research on this. Um, people die, they'll look at the organs after death and see they died of apoptosis or pre-programmed cell death. So the organs died with no apparent injury. Oh, the wow. The cells, the organs died because they killed themselves. Oh, gosh. So prevention, prevention, prevention. <laughs> that prevention, is absolutely, prevention. that's right. Wash your hands. That's Carry your antibacterial hands. That's wipes right. with you. Yes. Wipe down surfaces yes. at Starbucks, that's right. your desk, anywhere. If do you it. do that, you are less likely to die of sepsis. That is, this is very good practical information. Yeah, it's very simple. Get vaccines. I'll use an example. The uh, When you're... 65 or older, uh, maybe even a little bit younger, get the pneumonia vaccines. Okay. Uh, Probably the most common thing that causes sepsis is pneumonia. I'll be darned. And so we need to, if you get the right pneumonia vaccines, you reduce your chance of dying from sepsis. Wow. All right, And you can live longer. There you go. Do all this. Yes. So we can keep you around because we like you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back with Tom. 
And we are back with Tom Aarons. And I have questions. Sure. Are you ready for some yeah. questions? So um, there's a bunch of myths out there about the flu. Yeah. Tell, tell me some that, that we think are true but are just not true. Well, the idea that probably one of the most obvious ones is you can get sick by being outside in the rain or something. And right. that's not true. Right. Uh, cold does influence your susceptibility to the flu. For example, in warm warmer climates, you might not see as high of an incidence of the flu. Okay. But the uh, but being out in the rain and that won't do it. The flu season is, if you notice, is during mostly our cooler months. Right, right. And so the warmer the months, it's better. It's not that you can't get it. It's just your chances are less in the so summer. So when your mom says, don't go out in the rain, you'll catch a cold. No, it's no that's not, not going to happen. That's not the way. No. <laughs> it should be, honey, carry <laughs> antibacterial wipes with you. and you. Well, won't. <laughs> that's right. The, uh, that's exactly right. The the cold virus, um, again, we're, we're probably not too close yet to getting a vaccine. It's too complicated. There's too right. many varieties. The universal flu vaccine has promise, and that would be awesome. Oh, okay. Um, when you look at the the different types of flu, I didn't even know there was a universal flu. It's not ready yet. Okay. But I think there's promise. Awesome. And that would be really, really important because there's really severe strains of flu. Like this year, we have less incidents of the flu, but the flu that's around is more dangerous. Oh, got ya. Okay. All right, so I have another question. Yep, fire away. This is one for me. Okay. So, because I always wonder about this, but I, you know, you look at your veins and they're blue. Yeah. Is your blood blue inside of there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Tell me about that. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Because what happens is, what you're looking at is when you expose your blood to air, basically there's a principle called the oxyhemoglobin dissociation curve. Okay. And what happens is your hemoglobin when it's exposed to the oxygen in the air, basically the air we breathe has a higher PO2 than what will be in our body. Okay. And hemoglobin is strongly attracted to oxygen once it's exposed to like in the room air. And so it'll immediately it grab onto the oxygen and that actually changes its color. So its color will be more reddish. So in your arteries, for example, it'll be more reddish. Okay. When you look at your veins, it's going to be blue and it is yeah, bluer. Yeah. So I could, I, cause there was this article I saw recently. It was like, your blood isn't really blue. And I was like, really? It is in your venous system. It's certainly more bluish. Okay. Um, your arterial system, it's more reddish because it's got more oxygen on it. Gotcha. And so that's why when you see drawings of anatomy, you'll see the arterial system is red and the venous system is blue. Uh, and it's all based on how much oxygen the hemoglobin is carrying. Okay. I don't know if that helps or no, not. No, no, but that, and no, that's because I was always like, I think it's blue. It seems like it would be. Yeah. Why would it look like that? <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> becomes know? really bright red when it exposed to the atmosphere. But you'll notice if you, uh, when an, uh, blood is drawn from you, it's not red because they'll draw it from the vein. It'll right. stay in the tube and it'll be a darker color. Yeah, you're right. And that just shows it's, you know, from the vein that has a lower oxygen level. Gotcha. Hmm. All right. So I'm gonna, I want to go back to when you were a kid. Yeah. Did you have a doctor's kit? What started you oh, on this? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> What started you on yeah, this? It's all just serendipitous uh, things happen. You know, you're in college and you're trying to say, what do I want to do? Right. And I had a, a cousin who suggested going to nursing, so I did. And I love the anatomy, the physiology, and those uh, science aspects of it. 
And so then I just knew that I needed to learn more. And so I just kept going on, getting different degrees, uh-huh. different schools. And I had a very supportive wife, so that all helps. Um, and I just love to learn. That's awesome. I'm glad you. I'm glad you are learning because you're helping. Well, the, the, <laughs> that's really the goal. Is uh, even our program is the goal is to help people. Right. And right. no matter what you do, we should have an end goal of helping somebody. Well, now you've got me thinking. I I I don't carry antibacterial wipes with me. I think that is going to go on the grocery store <laughs> list for next weekend. Well, the. Uh, you know what? I carry them with me in my computer case, of course. Uh-huh. And so, because I wipe things down wherever I go. Uh, if I do shake somebody's hand, then I won't make, I'll make a point out putting my fingers in my mouth <laughs> until I can get thing. something. <laughs> and again, it's, it's just part of trying to reduce your risk. So is there anything else you, you really want us to know or you'd want to share with everybody? Well, I think that the... The way that we learn is really a key thing that Vivian's about. It's not just about infection prevention. That's our initial program. We're about learning in a different way. And for example, how do people learn? They learn by reading, watching, or doing. Right. It well, kind of depends on the person. It does. Right. They're absolutely, not everybody's the same. Right. But most people would rather learn by doing. I agree. I am that. And so we won't tell you to wash your hands. In our programs, you got to do it. Ah. So you'll see the bugs on your hands and you'll have to try and get them off. And if you're hand washing, you've got to do it for 15 seconds or else the bugs are still on your hands. Got ya. And that stuff translates better into learning. It's about not going with textbooks, not going with watching you know, videos. And not that those are bad. Mm-hmm. It's just they're not as powerful. Maybe what, you know, because you go into these uh, public restrooms and they always have, the, you know, posted for the employees yeah, to yep. wash their hands, you yep. know, which is, I think by law, they have to have I that. I think what so have too, you. right. But maybe they should just start having, you know, I think we little videos and we can say, pick your song. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and you can that put would, your song That would on, be cool. And then you can wash your hands to whatever song you feel like. Well, you know, it's funny, we've, we talk a lot about this. Quite honestly, the way a public bathroom could be arranged is the vast majority of times you just need to put hand sanitizer on and not even use any water. Okay. You don't need towels or anything, just hand sanitizers. Well, that would save a lot. It would save. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, now obviously if you're having a bowel movement, you're going to want somebody to wash their hands. Right, right. But for the most part... You don't hand need to do that. Hand sanitizer is really what you need more than and anything. And where you need to put it is not in the bathroom. You need to go, go outside, outside the door. Yes, because how many people, I do this all the time. I grab another That's towel right. and open up the door, right. you know, or and then you, and I elbow, I do like this a lot. <laughs> That's great. I use my elbows to That's get great. into places. Yeah. But that is so true. Put it outside the door. That's yeah. pretty simple. And then everybody can see you. Go, oh, oh that's it. right. And they, so that's like, then you got the public watching. That's you. right. You can touch the handle, doesn't care because you're then going to use a hand right. sanitizer. These are so easy. Yes. I love it. It's like you're saying, uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld had that in a skit. You go into a public bathroom, you become a monkey because you're <laughs> using your hands or your <laughs> elbows, your feet. That's so true. <laughs> and uh, all that would be solved if you just put the hand sanitizers outside. You have to kind of do some yoga so you can make sure you, that do. you get your feet to come. <laughs> That's right. You open the door. <laughs> so where can people find out more about Vivin Health? Uh, Vivin Health, you just go to the website. It's just 
www.vivinhealth.com. All right. So uh, we have tailored programs. So, so like if we're working with um, an organization, like a, there's a good organization we're working with called the Sepsis Alliance. Okay. So we'll create a program just for them. And yeah, yeah. that would be sepsisprevention.org. Okay. Um, so we, we customize the programs for schools, for employers. Um, we really would like to find partners to help us get this out to everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, uh, we have some wonderful partners who are developing. And unfortunately, a lot of this is because they've lost a child or somebody to sepsis. Um, but if we can get groups to start getting into schools and we can help people recognize when is something not healing right? When do you call your doctor? When is something not just a cut or an infection anymore? Right. We've seen people come in who have waited so long. We could have saved their lives if they had to come in earlier. Yeah. And that's what we want to teach as part of the program too. So if you do get an infection, when is it bad? Yeah, when is it time like, you know, you're... Whatever you're doing is not working. That's right. Right. You know, we talk about, um, you know, some of the myths, and we've gone over this. I think you probably know this, but viruses like the cold and flu don't respond to antibiotics. Right. So physicians need to be careful. Nurse practitioners need to be careful about overprescribing. Um, and there are some tests that they can use to figure this out, things like procalcitonin measurements, which is an indicator of a bacterial infection. Okay. But we don't do that well yet. We just oh, give the antibiotic. Interesting. Yeah. And there are some things that professionally we could do better. But as a public member, know when to go see your doctor and know when to challenge your doctor if you don't think they're listening. Got ya. So yeah. if you think that your child isn't acting normally and they say go home, you need to challenge there him and say- There was a recent story, I think in London, that I yeah. just read about that, that it was the guy was like, he kept taking his kid back and they're going, no, it's, it's just this. And she died from sepsis. Yeah, and that's yeah. a great example. Many of our sad stories come from, the it looks, the physician wants to send the person home and the physician's not trying to do anything wrong. Right, it's but, not intentional, no. but sometimes you got to wake them up a little bit and go, I know you're busy, but- That's right, that's right. exactly you know? right. Yeah, exactly. And you know you're- child or your loved one. Exactly. We had a 41-year-old gentleman who came in who stepped on a nail about a week earlier and his wife brought him in because he wasn't remembering things. Oh. Well, that's a key indication that something's really wrong. Okay. And so they needed to get him in the ICU because he quickly deteriorated. But if he had come in a little earlier, we could have had more success with right. him. But it was the wife noticing he wasn't acting right made the difference. Wow. So you got to listen wife. to the family. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The family right. knows each other much better than we do as a health provider. Right. And so we got to listen to that. That is awesome. Thank you. That's this has been pleasure. great information. Oh, good. I love it. I good. mean, I feel like I've got a whole new, I'm buying antibacterial rights. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> that's my top one for that. I'm doing a lot right, but I well, love that one Maybe we should talk awesome. to them and they can be a sponsor. I don't know, and then, and then we'll get a business going with the little, you know, which song would you like? That's right. Well, I, I like that idea. But, you know, because I mean, people would, make would sense. do it, Absolutely right? they would. It's like the, the, the toothbrushes with, for the little kids that have Write the that music. Down. With. All right, we're on it. I'll, we'll get a meeting going. We'll there do a strategy session around it. <laughs> 
All right, everyone out there, thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. My pleasure. And uh, have wonderful days. You've been listening to Mishmash. Please go to iTunes and subscribe. And love you all. Bye.